Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is We are live. Boy, my goodness. What is going on, everybody? This is another episode of the Believe in Texans podcast. Your co-host, Harley, your main host, Mr. 713. How you feeling right now, man? Man, I'm feeling good after hearing that uh, my franchise rookie quarterback had a really solid day today. After a rough couple of practices and a day off, I'm not going to lie, I was a little worried. I was saying, how is he going to bounce back after three INTs in two days? And we come to find out that CJ Stroud had a very good day. Man, a fantastic day. I mean, we're going to get into this mm-hmm. with CJ Stroud in, in the quarterback battle uh, that is going on. It What a fantastic day it was for mm-hmm. him, man. I mean, I, there's nothing. Everyone was oohing and wahing. Like, all of Texans media was going crazy about it. And you can feel the difference, right? Mm. There's a difference. So go ahead. So I'm I'm glad you brought that up, right? Because you know, when Mills was doing good, you saw, you know, <laughs> the reporters doing a great job being honest about you know what was going on. And shout out to DJ B enemy because he's you know, he does a fantastic job and he was at ESPN once again, just you know, giving the Houston Texans some praise, but when C.J. Stroud does something, you see the words like methodical. You see the Ooh. words exciting. Ooh. You see the words in command. And that gets you excited about C.J. Stroud. It's hard not to. Look, we've been there the past two open practices. Whenever C.J. Stroud launches that football, everyone's watching. Everyone's excited. So it's, it's getting interesting now. You know, we said this, I believe, on the previous podcast, but the cameras are up when C.J. Stroud is throwing the football, is in there for reps, and then the cameras go down mm-hmm. when it's Davis Mills or it's Case Keenum, and that's no disrespect to them, you know, but this is the number two overall pick. Mm-hmm. This is what's supposed to be your franchise quarterback. It's obvious why the cameras are going up when C.J. Stroud gets up and is in that huddle. Mm-hmm. All right, man. It's just this is great to see. Now what I need to see, and this is the next step, I need to see it again. Yeah. I can't just have one day. Mm-hmm. All right. We saw two days out of Davis Mills where we were going, oh, wait a minute. Hold up now. Maybe there is some competition. Mm-hmm. But like Davis does. He's inconsistent. He, and he didn't even have a bad day today. No. He went four for 12. Eh. They had a case of the drops. He's like what they had for CJ. Well, you know, I'm not catching that ball from Davis. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Get that dude out of here, man. No, no. No, I mean, I'm not saying the, the players are doing any foul play whatsoever. But 
I like to throw Titus Howard's quote all the time talking about who quarterback one is to him. Yes, uh, sir. We all know it's number seven, C.J. Stroud season, baby. It's all ready. We're, right, we're waiting for him to get more reps. Mm-hmm. When do you think that is going to happen? That's the big question. I, I, I don't think it is. Oh. I don't think it is. Not at all. They're going to continue this quarterback mm-hmm. battle until either C.J. Stroud just blows them away yeah, or they check the calendar and we play the Baltimore Ravens tomorrow. I think the Houston Texans are committed to this open quarterback competition. <laughs> and I will say this, though. If C.J. Stroud puts together two more practices like this, because it definitely means something when you don't play good two days and then you have an off day, you know, for some athletes, they could just, you know, get in a mental hurdle and just start messing up, right? This is a rookie at the end of the day. But to hear that he came back in a way where he was just looking like a starting quarterback, the starting quarterback for this Houston Texans team, it means a lot more. But like, you know, but like you said, we need to see for about two, three more times. It does make the quarterback competition, though. It does make it a little bit more exciting because two days ago, like you said, it was, hey, Davis Mills, I could see him starting in the preseason. You know, I could see this going on for a while. But after today, man, I like like I said, Davis Mills didn't even have a bad day. No interceptions thrown, right? Was, I think, 4-12, like you said. But you, you see how everyone talks about CJ. Yeah, man. It's just vibrant. The energy's yeah. up. The, tw- the, the fingers on – on your phone, just can't get fast enough out whenever CJ Stroud does something fantastic. All right. Everyone gets giddy, you know, mm-hmm. and shout out to Christopher. Hey man, we can't wait to see you too tomorrow. All yeah. right, man. We, we, we'd love to come on down, hang out. We love having a good time. We have YouTube uh, commenters that come on in and check, you know, talk to me and Ruben. And we got people from Twitter that come on down and talk to us. Hey man, we're just two guys that love talking football and sports. All right, man, we're, we're, we're no stuck-up dudes. We talk to anybody, bro. It's I mean, just hot. Good, man. It's just hot as shit. It's that hot. is it. It's hot as ish. All right, man, that's just hot. Ugh. But that that's a given. Mm-hmm. The only thing that isn't a given right now in my mind, the wide receiver group. Nico Collins had another, uh, another thing on Derek Stingley today. Derek and Stingley just gets sacrificed, man. Look, man, there is a lot. Like, my whole comment section right now is just, Stingley's a bum. Get him out of here. He sucks. And look, if Nico Collins is poo-pooing on Derek Stingley every once in a while, to me, I look at it like this. Derek Stingley did not give up a single red zone touchdown as a rookie last year. Granted, there wasn't many opportunities for that mm-hmm. to happen, but because obviously, why would you pass it on the Texans? You're running it against them, right? They were really good against the pass last year. Uh, so, but with that being said, this is, you know, to promote the agenda for my Derek Stingley Pro Bowl season, because that is going to happen, by the way. And so if Nico Collins is one-upping a, what mm-hmm. I believe, a Pro Bowler this year in Derek Stingley, I know where you're Credit going. Credit to him. Credit to him. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because what has Nico Collins shown me? Nothing. And it's been three three years. Mm-hmm. Hasn't shown me much. Now, he hasn't had a quarterback to really help him at all in any way. But Derek Stingley 
I can't judge him off however many played games he had as a rookie, ended up getting hurt, looked well in some of those games, but hey, he's held his own. I need I need the fans to slow down on my boy Steve. Look, man, when you're you know, when you're one of the best cornerbacks on the team, you are gonna get tested. And sure. Nico Collins, man, we are expecting a breakout year in year three. He finally has a quarterback, OC. This is the best of offensive line I think the Houston Texans has had a number of years. I think that we should just be excited that we are seeing these types of highlights because it wasn't there. After that Nico Collins touchdown, everyone just surrounds them and starts jumping up and down, excitement. Bobby Slovak was in there. We haven't seen that as Houston Texans fans from our players and coaches in a very long time. Like the phrase they say, iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. And you're not always going to be 100% locked down. You're not always going to be 100% beating the cornerback one-on-one. Derek Stingley had a pick six two days ago against Mm -hmm. C.J. Stroud. And, you know, a lot of people haven't really brought that up. You know, we always like to point out the mistakes. But when you have your number one corner, someone going against who you hope is your number one or two wide receiver, it's a good sign. They don't bring it up for a reason because of the person who threw the ball. Man. They don't want to bring it up because C.J. Stroud's the one that got picked six. Look, there's nothing. I'm not trying to say anything. I'm not trying to be mean or anything. That's just how some fans are. They want to push an agenda. Hey, man, I'm here to push Texans football, man. I'm mm-hmm. here. I, sh- dude, believe me, right to my heart, yeah, I want C.J. Stroud week one. We already said this, all right? But, hell, if, he, if he's going to perform like he was the last two days in practice, I mean, those were his two worst days. Mm-hmm. They put on the pads, and C.J. Stroud would just lost, it seemed like, throwing interceptions, not looking good at all. Today he does a 360, huge, just a huge win overall for this franchise at the moment. I need to see more. I can't wait to see more. What do you think? What do you think we see tomorrow? Give me a little prediction what we see tomorrow. Tomorrow was interesting, and this performance made me want to go. Because if he goes out there and dominates again in front of the crowd, yeah. It is going to be really hard to shut the fans up. I think the line is going to be long once again. I think people have seen that, oh, people are going to training camp. And, you know, these lines are going to get longer every single open one that goes on. And me and Harley will be at almost every single one. So make sure you guys are tapping in on our Twitters, Instagram, and TikToks for the latest Houston Texans news, rumors, and updates. But if C.J. Stroud goes out there and balls out and does exactly what he did today, I am going to be screaming that this quarterback competition is over. Because I see, once again, the Indianapolis Colts giving Anthony Richardson 100% of the reps. Bryce Young, 100% of the reps. C.J. Stroud, if they're not going to give you the QB1 spot, you go there tomorrow and you take it from Davis Mills' hands. Yeah, man. And see, I like what you said, the uproar of the crowd. Mm. And the biggest thing with the crowd element is what have we been doing this whole offseason, right? We've been repairing the image of the Houston Texans for the fans. Mm -hmm. We have been doing this this whole offseason, all right? We got rid of Lovey Smith before it even hit midnight. (laughs) 
I mean, my goodness, he was boom done. Get that man. As soon as we got crazy. done with the video, he was fired. Yeah, I was like, oh, what? damn, this video ain't gonna do nothing now. <laughs> you know, like damn. All right, they could have waited a little bit. All right, give me, give me some views, give me some content hmm. real quick. But then they move on and they enter themselves into the sweepstakes of not only a D'Amico Ryan, mm-hmm. but a Sean Payton, mm. a Ben Johnson, all of these guys that got ended up hired as head coaches or returned to the same team that they were originally at. Mm. Then you continue, sure, the offseason, free agency, hey, it was plus. Yeah, you know, it wasn't bad. I, I liked it. I liked what I saw. You know, you can't fill in everything. That's what she said. Mm. But, you know, you keep moving forward and you go into this, this un, you know, this offseason got a little rocky a little bit when it got into the draft rooms. And then we were going, uh-oh, what's, what's going on? What's going to happen? Will Lev- Bro, I was so scared that Will Levis was going to be our quarterback, man. I was like, there's no way the football gods are not going to do me dirty like this. No, no. I don't want that mayo-eating dumb son of a gun on this Houston Texans team. The Titans, they could go and eat all of that Duke's mayonnaise and drink all of that coffee and mix it and drink it and do whatever they want with it. Whatever Tennessee likes to do up there with that, keep it. It's not for Mm. me. And what did the Texans do? They not only took a C.J. Stroud, which created an absolute uproar, as we know, because me and you were both there on Mm -hmm. Texas Draft Party live. Not only that, they decided to double dip, Mm. trade up for who I think has been arguably the best player at Texans training camp is Will Anderson. Mm. I'll say that with confidence. Will Anderson is everywhere. Every observation from media people, Cole Thompson, Cody Stutes, DJ Vienna, Big Sarge, Landry Locke, like all of these guys that are there at Texans training camp every day, the constant on the observation sheet is, oh, well, insert the same-o, same-o from Will Anderson dominating mm-hmm. as usual. Now, we did get to see from Big Sarge. Shout out to Big Sarge, by the way. Shout out to Big Sarge. You know, he had the Laramie Tunsil against Will Anderson, and mm-hmm. Will, didn't, Will didn't do so hot. And Laramie Tunsil's top three, if not the best left tackle in football. It's a travesty he wasn't an all-pro. It's just I cannot wait for tomorrow. And, damn it, I'm starting to talk myself into going. Are we just hyping this up ourselves? You know, because to me, I feel like the clock is ticking. Mm. I I need CJ Stroud to be ready by week one because it is, dude. We have a we have a preseason game next week. True. Then next thing you know, we are suiting up and making our predictions video for the game against the Baltimore Ravens. And let me ask you a question: If the QB race is tight come week one, where do you go? Uh, I'm going, well, you know me, I'm going CJ Stroud. Yeah, right. Ty goes to the rookie. Mm-hmm. And the more the days go by, and we said this all the way back in day one, that this quarterback competition needs to come to an end and it needs to come ASAP. It does. I'm, I'm sick of it. 
And I, I don't want to turn this into me going off on the QB battle. I already did that. I lost three subscribers from that video alone. <laughs> Shout out to the QB battle, man. Shout out to the QB battle and the controversy that he creates within the comment section in my YouTube channel. Um, you know, let's let's go into the defense. We harped on Will Anderson. Mm. One of the bigger news of today, Steven Nelson. My guy, apparently. Hey, me, Rick. Yo. Hey, man. Doing his best Dante Robinson impression, but actually finishing mm. the story. Shout out to Cody, Cody Rose. Ah! <laughs> actually finishing the story. Didn't get an extension, but he got some nice, nice cash. Two million dollars. Oh yeah, oh yeah. For just just this year, a little something, something. You know, just just a just a couple bands. You know, some pocket change. You know what I mean. It's good. What it's you good. think of Steven Nelson, man, getting this contract extension, even though he disrespected Nick Casario? Like, dude, what is up with that? Look, I love I love this whole story because it goes that it shows that there's no egos. If Bill O'Brien was here, Steven Nelson's Ooh. gone. He's cut. But the fact that Steven Nelson did all that stuff. We started a sweater vest chant for Nick Casario. You asked him, where is the sweater vest? He said it's too hot. But for him to be there day one hasn't really made any noise, you know, besides the couple of days he had on Twitter. But I said this when we were talking to Drew Doherty. I think Steven Nelson has been the best cornerback so far in you know, training camp because there's no matter who he's going against, he is shutting them down. So $2 million pay raise, I think it is worth it, man. And it kind of sets a, you ball out, you know, you come in and you work hard, you get rewarded. You know, that's what I kind of felt like it was with the contract extension. So the fact that, you know, all parties could come together, even though he was throwing shots on Twitter and could still be there training camp day one and ball out. I, I like this, you know, pay raise for Steven Nelson. It, you know, it's only $2 million. It doesn't hurt you really. Shout out to Steven Nelson, you know, for getting a contract with a very strong, six days of training camp yeah man hey shout out to him look man i have no problem eating crow i said this to you in the last podcast i have no problem being wrong in this situation because ultimately what does it all mean it means that steven nelson's balling out and he's doing mm -hmm. his thing you know and that usually means the houston texans are doing good all right and there's some or there's something of good fortune happening to the texans i'm absolutely happy Hell yeah. Get him his little $2 million plus. He's up to $6.5 million now for this year. Um, does that lead into a contract extension? We still don't know. But the signs are pointing up. And you're absolutely right. He has been the best corner at training camp. Two interceptions, forced fumble. I mean, what else can you ask from Steven Nelson? He's been clamping guys up. Not to say the wide receiver group's fantastic, but he has been clamping guys up and mm -hmm. doing his thing and showcasing to not only himself, the rest of the Houston Texans. You know, Nick is always there at training camp. Hey, man, get that damn sweater vest, throw that song gun outside the damn Gulf of Mexico. I don't want to see it no more. Steven I'm Nelson almost says, tempted to buy one. Right? I'm, hmm, man. <laughs> 
I'm gonna I'm gonna wear one for maybe the night practice. Ooh. It's just too hot to wear that bitch, yeah, bro. We'll yeah. die. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not I'm not looking forward to dying. <laughs> um, shout out to Steven Nelson, man. Shout out to Steven Nelson. My goodness, he's been going crazy. Another person that has been going crazy on this Texans defense, and you know it's not just Will Anderson. No, it's not just Steven Nelson, but. How about my boy Roy Lopez again? On the observations Another again. day, another highlight. My boy, my boy, don't hit him with the salsa dance, my boy. Big, big sexy Roy Lopez, all right? Getting his name in there. The defensive line group, it's great to see these guys in mm-hmm. the observations. And one of the names is Migrasa Roy Lopez. Shout out to the Shout out to the all the Hispanics out there. Oh, yeah, we, we need Roy Lopez on this depth chart. What do you think now of this defensive line? This is the D'Amico Ryan's effect, right? Exactly what Hannah said to head coach D'Amico Ryan's, where they were talking about you being one of the first people lined up for training camp. Um, bro, you see his influence in this entire defense. You know, from the, our first practice out there, from Jimmy Ward taking off Dodson Schultz's head, in just, you know, in a training camp, a crazy play that was. But it set the tone for this defense. You see Will Anderson consistently in the back, um, in the backfield. You see Jonathan Gennard consistently in the backfield. And I think this is now back-to-back practices where Roy Lopez is getting some praise. And, you know, no one really thought Roy Lopez was going to, you know, was going to really be this type of player in training camp. Some were calling him a camp cut, but to see him slim down, and actually make some plays in the backfield, you know, it's a good sign. Is he starting? No. Can he towards the end of the year? I don't know, maybe. But this is a young guy who once again now has a defensive-minded head coach, and we're just going to see how Roy Lopez goes on through the season. But he's putting on for the city, man. He's putting on for the people. You got to love it. Yeah, man. Hey, I, you know me. I love me some Roy Lopez. Got to meet him at <clears throat> at the Texans draft party two years ago. What's going on, King Pete? Appreciate you. We're going to get through some of these comments right now. Uh, go Mills. So Stroud can see what Mills' mistakes are. I'm not quite sure what that essentially means. What do you think of the notion, to circle back to the quarterbacks, what do you think of the notion of people wanting Davis Mills to actually play well, so well, that – he creates some trade value. What do you think about that? Dude, I don't understand that. And to me, that's like a cop-out for giving, like, you know, for giving Davis Mills uh, more of the QB reps. I was on the H-Town rundown, and shout-out to them for doing a great job also. Uh, I was arguing with our boy Larry and Stafford, mm. saying that the Houston Texans are playing a mind game, that maybe we do go davis mills as the starting quarterback and i was like well who would they be fooling you know like you know like what are we doing here you know we're not like i've already seen this team try to be the smartest people in the room i saw with bill o'brien when he was the head coach offensive coordinator general manager god basically and i'm i'm at the point now where like it's no nonsense you know like i don't you know i I'm I'm done buying things and saying, yeah, maybe, maybe that could work. No, CJ Shot is what's gonna work. You took him number two overall. 
You gave three offensive linemen the only three three-year contracts there in free agency, LT, Shaq Mason, Titus Howard. You just traded up for Juice Scruggs, and after the injury to Scott Quisenberry today, tearing his ACL and MCL, Juice Scruggs is going to be your starting center come week one. So you invested all this into the quarterback position. It's not for number 10. It was for C.J. Stroud. Yeah, man, that was the bad news coming out of today of Texans training camp. You know, I, I know everybody, there there's some people, they're, they're not going to say it. But, you know, Scott Quisenberry, we all know, he's not a good football player. Okay, we saw it last year. Yeah. But you don't want nobody getting hurt like that. Mm. You don't want a tournament. You don't want that, man. That's just be a good human being. You know, like towards ACL, towards MCL. Shout out to Scott Quisenberry. I actually met the dude. Got his signature, by the way. He's he's a very nice guy. Wish him the best. I hope everything goes great for him. Now we're moving into it right now because Juice Scruggs, like you mentioned, who else is at the center position? Patterson, who was inactive, I believe, or didn't dress out. Uh, mm. Just the other day, we did see he was there that day. We were there on Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, he was there because he did not sign my shirt. He walked right past me. Anyway, I do not forget. <clears throat> <laughs> Juice Scruggs. Baptism by fire, as Mr. Dr. John Crumpler has said. I like that. I like that baptism by fire. Shout out to John. Shout out to him. I'm a surgeon. Dude. Yeah, I'm right. I'm a surgeon. Juice Scruggs, man. What what are you expecting right now of Juice Scruggs being forced into starting? I uh, dude, I think he's gonna rise to the occasion. I've said it many times before that this is gonna be your captain of the offensive line sooner rather than later. He broke his back in college, could not even walk, learned to walk again, but while he was doing that, was coaching his fellow offensive linemen. That, to me, is absolutely insane. And to come back and, you know, win guard awards and center awards, then being, you know, playing good football enough to be drafted in the second round where the Houston Texans traded up from, Juice Scruggs, I think, is going to be a stud for the Houston Texans. And you saw it in the first practice. Once everyone went away, it was C.J. Stroud and Juice Scruggs working on, you know, under center stuff. So I think this is going to be your center for a very long time. However... You know, obviously, to the injury, it's gonna it's happening a little sooner than later. Yeah, you know, when we last heard a little bit of Juice Scruggs, it was first day of training camp, and <clears throat> like you said, C.J. Stroud slipping on his feet. Mm -hmm. uh, just the exchange between both guys wasn't it just wasn't good. And then we saw immediately when practice was over, C.J. Stroud and Juice Scruggs working on the center quarterback exchange, mm -hmm. whether it's from underneath, under center, whether it's at the gun, you know. So that was great to see. What it was also great to see was some tweets about Juice Scruggs. Yes. From Big Sarge, Cole Thompson, uh, highlighting Drew Scruggs, saying, mm -hmm. hey, he has looked really good. And he's taking first team reps and he's taking second team reps. All right. He's doing double duty right now. Mm -hmm. But – if I now I'm pivoting to if there's anybody with the most improvement in training camp now, it could be Juice Scruggs. And what we believe that offensive line was going to be, we all kind of slated that it was LT, 
Kenyon Green, Drew mm-hmm. Scripps, Shaq Mason, Titus Howard. Now it happens immediately. I am not only glad to see it, and that is no slight to what happened to Quisenberry, but I am just so excited to see what – I mean, we don't you always get excited to see what a rookie has in him? Mm-hmm. You know, and Juice Scruggs being your starting center, hey, learn from Shaq Mason just like Kenyon Green picking the brains of an LT, Shaq Mason, and a Titus Howard. This offensive line right now, where do you think this offensive line can land, let's say, not just at week one, but at the end of the season? A little prediction. What would you forecast where this offensive line can land? On the low end, I would see middle, you know, like middle of the pack, and I would be absolutely fine with that. You know, we do have a lot of youth, Kenyon Green, Juice Scruggs. But when you see the investments into this offensive line, Laramie Tunsil traded for Shaq Mason, Titus Howard extending them, it was huge for this football team. And I like that the Houston Texans prioritize the O-line because we've seen two, you know, high-drafted quarterbacks from the Houston Texans absolutely get murdered. But I think this offensive line at the end of the day will be in the middle of the pack, low 15-ranked. If they get into anywhere top 10, Harley, we might be talking about a winning football team here. And Kenyon Green, we have not talked about him. He has not played bad at all. He is transitioning well into this offense. He is out there every single day. And I haven't really seen Kenyon Green uh, getting beat at all. I think this offensive line is is going to surprise some people. You have everything. You have veterans, LT, Shaq Mason. You have young guys, Juice Scruggs and Kenyon Green. And then you have people about to take the next step like Titus Howard is. Because we all knew Titus Howard was going to get the bag after this season. This O-line to me will be one of the better units of this Houston Texans team. I think it has to be the better unit. It has to be. Because what you just mentioned, the money. Yep. What you tied up to the three out of the five positions, Mm -hmm. the highest paid offensive line in the NFL. Goes to the Houston Texans. It has to translate onto the field. We got to see the results, and that's just going to help your rookie quarterback and C.J. Stroud. I want to get into the comments here. Paul Sinclair says, who have you been most impressed by so far? Ruben, Mr. 713, Mm. let them know. Who do you have been most impressed by so far? Xavier Hutchinson. Oh, Oh, yeah. He makes me feel a little bit better about this wide receiving core. And here's the thing. We've all been saying since him being drafted late by the Houston Texans, oh, this is a potential stud. This is a potential draft diamond. You always hear that about your draft class. But to see him make plays almost every single practice, beating Derek Stingley on that really highlighted one-on-one play, absolutely blew up everywhere. And he's making a play every single training camp. Now, I'm not expecting Xavier Hudson to be the number one or two wide receiver, but I'll be damned to say if I would be shocked if he ends up the third or fourth because no matter who the quarterback is, they are having a highlight play with Xavier Hutchinson. It's a fantastic point. No matter who the quarterback is, he is just balling, whether it is Davis Mills or C.J. Stroud. We've seen Keenum thrown to him. Uh, he's has been mighty, mighty impressive. Uh, so far, um, 
you know, I, I'm not going to cop out and say Roy Lopez because I've already mentioned my boy, you know, even though I will drop his name as many times as I can on the Believe in Texans podcast. Make sure you are listening to the Believe in Texas podcast anywhere where you stream all podcasting platforms. Make sure you are subscribed to the Believe Network. You don't want to miss an episode. We will update you with all the latest of Texans training camp. The guy I'm impressed with so far, Blake Cashman. Dude. Now, I did Talk not get to hear him too coming much. from nowhere. I didn't get to hear him too much today in practice. Not that I know of. I didn't notice a tweet around him, you know, and I'm, I'm pretty like, what else is going on? You know, mm-hmm. like, so Blake Cashman, though, has been mighty impressive. And I can dare to say the arguably the best cover linebacker in the, li- the linebacking group. I said this in the previous podcast. I need Blake Cashman to continue getting his flowers. That man, cash money is all cash money take it straight to the bank blake cashman had back-to-back deflections picked off cj stroud almost picked him off in another practice he has just been everywhere on the defense in terms of linebackers maybe because we have not seen christian kirksey at all well i mean what happened to him i mean yeah bye-bye pretty much huh does blake cashman Mm. Look at a potential start at the Sam linebacker position. Are we having a potential Denzel Perryman, mm. Christian Harris at the will, mm. your Sam linebacker? Is it Blake Cashman? What are your thoughts on that? There is always a number 53 on this Houston Texans team that you love. I go back to Max Buller from Michigan State so many years ago. If he would have stayed healthy. Dylan Cole, if he wow. would have stayed oh, healthy, man. well, Blake Cashman, this dude has been making some plays. The Houston Texans traded for him last year, played a little bit, you know, good. But now when you have a head coach in D'Amico Ryans who just sprinkles his magic dust on players and they get it, you know, two times better to hear that he is making plays in a in a group where. All the linebackers are making plays. Christian Harris doesn't get off the field. Henry Tuatua got a lot of praise today. Denzel Perriman is just a monster whenever he is out there. So you must be making some plays and getting noticed if you are continuing to be a highlight throughout the day. Two interceptions, one on Mills, one on CJ, one pass breakup on Mills. I think another pass breakup on CJ. You know where the NFL was going, and linebackers need a cover. And Blake Cashman so far has been balling out. And I think he might ball out in the preseason as well. Shout out to number 53. Shout out to Cash Money, Blake Cashman. Mm. We got one here from one of our friends, Macho Sports Flex. Shout out to Macho Sports Flex. <clears throat> Shout out to him. Dude, should we sign Nelson now? Or should we wait until – we see how he does. We could get him for the low, especially if he has another good season. Uh, immediately, I think of has to go to the amount of years, right? Mm. You know, so the Steven Nelson, sure, I don't mind extending him. I don't, especially with what, how he's been playing. But it's all dependent on the years. Am I right mm-hmm. here? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I don't mind it at all. I would say if he's having a good year to half the season, you might want to go ahead and 
sign him and say, yeah, this will be the cheaper option. You know, we're, we are giving a lot of praise to Steven Nelson because he has been, in my opinion, one of the best cornerbacks so far of this team. Uh, I would wait like maybe till half the season and address it. You know, it could all change if this Houston Texans team is winning games. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I do think I'm starting to lean towards he might get a one or two year extension. And I wouldn't mind a one year. Like just me hey, just earn it. You are what thirty? How old? Thirty? Thirty? Or I believe he is thirty. Actually. Yeah. So hey. A one or two year deal. I'm exa- I'm ecstatic about that. Uh, Audio eight ninety says, "Would y'all prefer Shroud start week one so you get a taste of a good team and so you get some experience?" I say yes. We harped on this already. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just do a quick one, real quick. Look, we all want CJ Stroud to start week one. We yes. all do. All right. Uh, we want him to get more reps in training camp. Sure, the reps are split 50-50, but like we've said many times. When you really delve into that 50%, it's really just 25%. Because a lot of it goes to the run game. Shout out to the run game that's been looking absolutely fantastic. Before we wrap up this live, mm. we're going to Texans training camp tomorrow. Yes. What is it? Tell me right now. Who do you think is the headliner tomorrow at Texans training camp? Who's taking that? Bull by the horns. Who wants it? Got the man thinking. Davis Mills. If if this QB competition is real. Did not expect that. If this QB competition is real and you want to sell me on this bullshit of an idea, then I need to see Davis Mills go out there tomorrow. And absolutely light it up. Hey, CJ collided a ball, so that's okay. I'm not, a, you know, I'm not wanting CJ Stroud to have a bad day, but I want to see what Davis Mills does, right? Because he starts off hot, ends up cold. Starts off cold, ends up hot. The inconsistency surrounding Davis Mills that he can't keep up, he can't keep up good play for a very long time. So I want to see him absolutely go out there and push CJ Stroud a little bit further. If we're having this quarterback competition, man. I see the point. I see your point. I was shocked to hear Davis Mills. I was shocked I to say not, it. I, ooh, yeah, I'm not – I was not expecting that, honestly. This is just off the cuff, actually, by the way. Who do I want to see have that headliner tomorrow? Come on, man. Come on, man. I need back-to-back. Dude, I need back to back. That would be back to back, baby. The best thing ever is he closes the deal tomorrow, mm. right? Put the nail in the coffin. Give him the tombstone pile driver. Rest in peace to the quarterback competition. Put the eyes in the back of your head. Stick that tongue out. We're not trying to get freaky. We're talking about the Undertaker for all you WWE fans. CJ Stroud, I believe, is the headliner tomorrow. I think he has back-to-back days, just like Davis Mills had back-to-back days, but nobody was watching him. And what do we always say for friends and group chats? If you ain't got video, it never happened. Mm. You ain't got video. It's always like Davis Mills puts on when (laughs) there's no one watching, when everything (laughs) is said and done, but... If CJ Stroud could go out there and end it and ride into the Saturday open practice, which 
We will also be at, it will be a late practice, Ooh, 6 o'clock p.m., mm. which is interfering with SummerSlam. So I'm torn to mm. see because, I, dude, I think The Rock's going to come back, bro. Oh, and oh, if I God. miss The Rock coming back to see Davis Mills just sling it, I'm going to be absolutely mad. I would be upset, too. I don't know if The Rock is coming back. I don't think that happened. I really don't. I think it's a lot of smoke and mirrors whenever it comes to him. Uh, but this has been a fantastic episode of the Believe in Texans podcast. Make sure you are listening. If you did not catch the live or you want to catch it over again, go to Spotify, type in Believe in Texans. You will find it and you will see hosted by Ruben and Harley. Check us out. Check out the previous videos. B-L-E-A-V. Believe. B-L-E-A-V. Not believe. Believe. Little English is not my best subject. As always, where where can the people find you, Ruben? Yeah, man, just go to YouTube, type in 713 Houston Sportscast in the search bar. We are now 17 away from 7,000 subscribers. Um, trying to, you know, be up there close to 15, 10 to 15 by the end of the year. Harley, my boy, is about to be at 4K in about the next couple of days. Guys, you are witnessing two dudes who are about to absolutely take off. So make sure you guys are staying with us and y'all could get to see the, you know, the growth we had over these number of years. This is definitely a lot of hard work. But when we're at training camp and we see you guys and we get to talk to the owners and, you know, see the players, it's a lot of fun, man. So make sure you guys are stay tuned. Shout out to you guys. I appreciate everyone that has subscribed to both of our YouTube channels. We, like Ruben said, just the same thing. We we love meeting y'all guys. We love seeing y'all. We love taking pictures. We love getting everyone's questions and reactions. And dude, let me take a video. I love it, man. Give me give me all of that. I just it's absolutely fantastic. Before we wrap it up, though, real quick, real quick, this man right here, he's about to reach seven thousand subscribers. And when you look at Houston, and and I know the 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 People watching has now dwindled down because they believe we are about to finish. So mm. there's no problem. There's still 20 people that are about to witness this right here. This man is too humble. He's about to reach 7,000 subscribers. He is about to be, ladies and gentlemen, the number one Houston sports YouTuber. My guy, my guy, I know you are too humble to speak in front of camera, at least. Go ahead and. Go ahead and shout out yourself real quick, man. Go ahead and take t- take a 30-second little shout out for you real quick. Hey, man, listen, dude, I worked for this for almost four years, and I started my channel on my phone, and now I'm blessed to say I have all this set up, and this is due to hard work. I love this team so much, and I'm excited to keep on putting out the, you know, the content for you guys, and, you know, five years from now, I want us to be the kings of the Houston Texans media. And I feel like we are slowly starting to see it happen now. So, and also you, man, Hey, you've been doing this just as long as me. And now you're 4,000, bro. It's, it's crazy how hard work pays off. And the reason why I started doing this Harley, to be honest with you. And, you know, I, I contemplated stopping this many times. You know, me too. Me too. When this team only wins seven game, seven games in two years, there's not a lot to talk about. I I think about the moment we win the Super Bowl, 
I think mm-hmm. about when we get to see D'Amico, CJ, and Kyle and Hannah on that podium. We're going to be on this camera crying our eyes out, making an absolute fool out of ourselves. But we are going to say that we were there since the freaking beginning. And we are H-Town to be drowning here. You have two people who are from the H, you know, and to me that means a lot. So shout out to, you know, you guys for rocking with us because, you know, we're not credentialed. You know, we're not athletes we're just two dudes who love to talk about the houston texans yeah man we we definitely appreciate uh everyone that has been tuning into the channels and everything uh you can find me on youtube at the lead underscore h-o-u uh you can also type it into any of your social media platforms and you will immediately find me i am very constant on tiktok Mm -hmm. now i'm trying to get more constant on instagram throwing everything I can into Twitter and obviously YouTube. So with that being said, any giveaways for your 7K? I am thinking about it. You know, what I thought about doing is um, one of them be in our fantasy football league Mm. because I am going to throw an absolute rager here at, you know, here at the cost of their Ruben. Um, We're going to have to have some NDAs out here. The last draft party we had was two years ago, and I have to say it was a scene. You know, there's fireworks involved, bottles everywhere. It, uh, it, you would have not have thought that fantasy football was going on at that time. So, you know, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and have someone hop in the fantasy football league, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be absolutely fun. This was a fun episode, guys. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Again, make sure you are tapped into the Believe in Texans podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.